Hello, welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, comment, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We would love to hear your ratings of the movies and shows we review. Email us your audio file to recappingpodcast at gmail.com and we will play it during the show. Or DM us on Instagram and we will post and read it on air. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Ashley. Hi, Delora. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm good, girl. I'm back in sunny Florida. I'm living, I'm living it up. I'm soaking it up. <laughs> you got the black girl, um, fall wintertime press. I see. Yeah. How's that know, going? My one straightening of the year. I'm keeping it together <laughs> at the moment. Thankfully, the humidity here has been kind, but Oof. we'll be getting it, you know, back to a natural or probably twisted style here soon. You know, my hair can only take so much. Yeah. And then you just have to, you have to give it love and attention. It's like, can I go out? What is the percentage of humidity today? So <laughs> it's a lot. Oof. I haven't had to think that hard about my hair in a minute. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. good luck. Exactly. Good luck. Exactly. <laughs> but it has, I mean, it's always nice to switch it up. You know, as a black woman, that's one thing we love is the versatility of our hair. So I tell my daughter all the time, curly hair is magical. It defies gravity. There we go, baby. <laughs> there we go. Always been my favorite texture personally. Exactly. So Ashley, I'm super excited. We actually got some comments. <laughs> that I want to highlight specifically on our Facebook page. All right. I would like to shout out Touchdown Tay for leaving us a wonderful comment under our Black Widow podcast, as well as your comments on our flashback of Hocus Pocus uh, from last month. Uh, you have here for the Hocus Pocus one. Love this movie as a kid. I feel like Disney had a spell on all of us with every movie. Great recap. And now, Dietria, <laughs> love for scary movie makes more sense. Delora, y'all didn't go trick-or-treating. And then there's cry face emojis. So that had me <laughs> rolling. And, um, but yeah, Thank you so much, Touchdown W. Ty. Welcome to Recap Nation. Absolutely. Thank you. I'm so sorry that I don't be on Facebook like that. I promise you, I will respond and appreciate every comment that we ever receive, guys. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. And feel free to rate us on Apple Podcasts so people can find our podcast, y'all. So let's go ahead and get into our quick headlines. We're going to go ahead and start off on a somber note. Rest in power, Virgil Abloh. I'm looking here um, at the New York Times article, the obituary section. It says, Virgil Abloh, path blazing designer, is dead at 41. He's had a phenomenal career, Ashley. Mm-hmm. Um, breaking barriers at a traditional luxury um, house like Louis Vuitton. Uh, He had his own brand off white where he was able to 
makes so such a statement in the fashion industry. Uh, he died from a rare form of heart cancer. Uh, he fought his battle with cancer privately. And I have to say, when I saw this news, it was, it was, it was hard to take Ashley. Um, what did you think when you heard this news? Um, I thought of Chadwick Boseman, which I'm sure a lot of people yes. did because yes. it was yet another, you know, prominent black man who unfortunately was taken way too soon um, by cancer and very unexpectedly because again he never yes. made his struggle public so you know tragic um I was familiar with the name um I wasn't familiar with everything he had done so his passing caused me to go back and kind of look at more of his work and some of his additional collaborations that I wasn't mm -hmm. as familiar with so you know I think the body of work he created and the legacy he created was um, outstanding and hopefully we'll continue to stand the test of time but man cancer sucks Delora Ashley I followed him so I was gutted when I saw this news like I've been following him since he you know was hanging out with Kanye mm -hmm. and um, his aspirations for fashion and um, the most notable collaboration um he had with Nike specifically with Serena Williams, um, that iconic dress she wore at the U S open. Um, I remember his work, um, you know, his first, his first runway show with Louis Vuitton back in 2018, um, you know, was such a big deal. So I just, um, wanted to give him some time today on the podcast um his legacy will live on I, I i strongly believe that mm -hmm. um actually by the request of his family he had a collaboration with mercedes-benz it was the project was called the project maybach and it was released today all the concept images very out there you know how fashion is art at the end of the day <laughs> It's Sometimes. greater than art because you live your life in it. Devil wears yes. proud of people. <laughs> but that's what makes him so um, unique and powerful is he brought, quote unquote, streetwear to. Yeah. And luxury I, love, I love streetwear so much. But it, it for me, again, I knew more about the fashion with clothing side than I did about, oh, he designed some album covers and he did. He was a DJ. And he did. Yes. I'm like, oh, OK, you had your hands in a lot of things, sir. Got it. And. And that's what I wanted to also highlight. Someone said this on social media. He left empty. And mm. I felt like that was extremely inspirational that he literally did whatever he wanted to do. And he did it to the best of his ability. And because of that, his leg legacy will live on. I also saw a quote where he said, listen, life is short. So he really always put 100% into every moment and the time he had. So, you know, even Carla said that, which I love during our interview that we did mm -hmm. with her about every day that I open my eyes and, you know, see the world is a great day. And I think it, you know, that's a mindset that I, I aspire to, to for sure, because I want to take advantage of every 24 hours because yeah. nothing is promised. So this is the gift. Yes. Us being here right now in the present is the gift. Amen. Hallelujah. Guys, y'all don't know me and Delora pray before every single podcast so that was just an extra part on that prayer right now girl and I do want to highlight this quote before we move on to our next quick headline 
he I'm paraphrasing but he talked about he wants to make his 17 year old self proud Mm -hmm. and that that really meant a lot for me because I feel like I'm at a part a point of my career is like all right Delora (laughs) what did little Delora want out of your life you know aren't we aren't aren't we both (laughs) getting to that point those dreams deferred sometimes and you realize Mm -hmm. the you know you're the only person that's stopping you from continuing to reach for those dreams that you had so amen hallelujah that's all I got prayers and peace to his family Mm -hmm. during this really difficult time all right Ashley I'm gonna switch it up just a bit looking at essence here the headline says Tiffany Haddish and Common reportedly called it quits their relationship timeline. So after meeting in 2019, the two began dating last year and couldn't stop gushing over one another. Now it seems they may have gone their separate ways. Ashley, um, they were the most popular quarantine couple. How about... <laughs> they they did a bumble commercial and then before you knew it they were dating that's last news, year that's news to me that they were the most popular quarantine couple this, this is my my you know interpretation oh okay okay but I, i'm just saying you know they're saying that the part of the reason why they're breaking up is because their schedules are too hectic so mm-hmm. I'm saying ideally quarantine couple because everybody had the time last year that we may not have the time now. There you go. We might not be able to make it. So were you surprised by this news? Uh, I can't say I was surprised because I guess they were always a little bit of an odd couple from the jump. And part of me always felt like it was too public, um, probably to last and sustain like it's not like it's a marriage right we're oh we locked in now so we can put our business out there a little bit more um we're still in the dating phase and I just felt like we got maybe a lot more information than at least common is probably always (laughs) wanting to share like every interview he did every interview she did that's the question that's what's being asked that's being talked about and so um it wasn't surprising I mean but we always root and hope that couples last It, it seems like it's for the best, you know, because there are some that are toxic uh, that that should not Girl. Uh, Kim run. But, you know, Whew. they uh, they 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 didn't surprise me with this. But I definitely will say that, you know, wishing them both nothing but peace, love and happiness as they move forward. So, Ashley, two things. One, it's common. <laughs> common is a serial dater. Most notably, let's let's go down his list really quick, okay? He famously dated Erica Badu from 2000 to 2002. Mm-hmm. Serena Williams. Mm-hmm. Again, she's all up and through these uh, today's podcast. Uh, <laughs> from 2017 to 2010. They were together for a minute. I thought that was, I remember them being together, but, you know, wow. And then Angela Rye from and 2017 to 2019. That's the one I thought was a good the match. One. Yeah. I, I thought him know. and Edge were like solidified. I did too. I was I like, it's too. like, it's like, it's not just the physical. It was the mental. I was like, ooh, I bet they yes. have such stimulating conversations. Conversations. Exactly. 
and the like after that breakup she out here talking about finding herself and healing i'm like i hope hopefully she's okay but her friendship with debbie if you guys have not listened to debbie brown's podcast their interviews together are amazing yes but i i didn't think this relationship was gonna last i didn't appreciate every time she did an interview she was talking about her relationship because it just never felt exciting like it never felt like oh yeah you you want two are so cute together never felt that never felt that tiffany runs her mouth a lot in general remember the whole beyonce situation like tiffany i would definitely change some of your decisions when it comes to media relations but but again do you tiff you know i want to change you i felt like tiffany had to have more (laughs) chemistry with trevor noah this she did with common well you know also she's about to have her first sex scene coming up which she was quite excited for quite so. excited for with Oscar. <laughs> yes ma'am so you know they'll be fine they both are going to do great things in the entertainment industry and i just hope they're able to find love all right ashley let's go ahead and go to our next quick headline rihanna's officially right excellent named Barbados hero this is from the AP news like that was a weird that was a weird headline but anyway (laughs) Barbados is a republic Ashley first and foremost that is the news they Mm -hmm. are no longer under Queen Elizabeth they are independent and they have a new prime minister the honorable minister mia motley and um during this historic ceremony our girl riri was named the national hero of barbados ambassador robin rihanna fenty and it was so sweet because in um, the presentation, the prime minister said, may you continue to shine like a diamond and bring honor to our nation by your words, by your actions, and to do credit wherever you shall go. God bless you, my dear. It was very sweet and touching. Um, were you proud of our girl, Riri? Uh, absolutely. I mean, I love Rihanna. So, when I saw this, though, I have a friend who's from Barbados, so I sent it to him just to see what the reaction was like from the motherland. And he was just mentioning that I guess there was some chatter. Uh, and shout out, he's a he's a friend of the pod, by the way. Uh, Raymond was good. Um, there's some what chatter about her dress and the fact that she, you know, had the nips out in the, the dress situation. all the back. Yeah, and, and that back. Barbados is conservative, which I didn't realize. I was like, well, if they didn't like that dress, they must not like 99.99% of what she wears. You know what I'm saying? They're conservative because they have Connor Ball and I mean, well, the things are out. they are a conservative people, according Yo. to my Barbadian friend. But what's funny is I said, well, listen, if y'all don't want her, you know, Black Americans will take her. And he was like, no, 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 oh, she's ours. Day. She's ours. <laughs> so I love that conversation. But absolutely me, I love Rihanna. I'm yes. always proud of Rihanna. Rihanna has always stayed true to her roots and who she is as far as I've seen her. So always do your thing, Riri. She said in her speech that this meant more to her than any award she's ever received. So when Rihanna's happy, I'm happy. Absolutely. 
friend of the pod, of course, Rihanna. So, <laughs> so proud of you. All right. So let's go ahead and go into our hot topics. All right. So Ashley, a lot has happened. We took a break courtesy of Thanksgiving holiday, but we are back. While we were gone, though, there was the American Music Awards hosted by the one and only Cardi B. There were a lot of performances, um, a lot of awards given. Uh, Artist of the Year was given to BTS. Uh, New Artist of the Year was given to Olivia Rodrigo. And Doja Cat and SZA won for their... A song under the collaboration of the year for Kiss Me More, which is a banger. Okay. Uh, Some performances included Chloe Bailey with another iteration of Lord Have Mercy, (laughs) as well as uh, Ed Sheeran, Olivia Rodrigo, Tyler the Creator. Uh, We had Carrie Underwood and Jason Aldean. Um, We had the epic. Uh, battle between New Kids on the Block and New Edition. Which was that a battle? Was that truly a battle? That is no, the question. I'm gonna uh, say strong no. From the music <laughs> to the choreography to the, the wardrobe, that's a strong no. <laughs> so Ashley, what did you think about this year's awards? Uh, snooze. Um, <laughs> I did not watch them live. I caught them later, but I only watched for Chloe, for Silk Sonic, and then for New Edition. So glad I got those performances in. I mean, it was basically a BTS love fest. Um, Girl, it's like, know. are they on payroll? Because like, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see an international group yeah. get so embraced and so beloved. I mean, we're past kind of our boy band era. You know are what we? I mean? Are I we? am. I definitely am. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm way, way past it. I'm like, okay, little boys. Okay. But, um, I, you mean to tell me a voice of man were to come out, you wouldn't, but are they them. a boy band? See, those no, are grown men. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like even new addition, when I look into addition, I'm like, to me, y'all were never, even though y'all started as children, they were y'all like uncles. boy band. Yeah. You know, what's funny. And I literally said to my brother, I said, Ralph Tresman is starting to look like my uncle Tony. Like, <laughs> legit. and and Ralph was my man back in the day but no I mean for me it's not my favorite award show whatsoever because it just doesn't really cater to my tastes right I'm an R&B lover to the core Mm -hmm. um I want to hear a lot more uh BET style soul train award style musical performances than the AMAs are going to deliver for me Cardi I love seeing her out there doing her thing as the host um she was very cute but otherwise you know this is an award show that you know I probably could have skipped how about you yeah so I watched it for Chloe's performance I was curious because obviously her doing her inaugural performance at the MTV Music Awards was so intense. I'm like, ah, did she get the notes? And she did. (laughs) And she did. I'm like, yes, this control finesse. I'm here for it. That thing still be thanging, but oh, sure does. (laughs) Um, But it's so funny because, you know, we're our, we're always engulfed in the pop culture. We saw the music video. We've seen the numerous performances, but it was so funny because David had never seen 
her perform and he was like Beyonce much and I'm like oh, you that's all you see he was like uh yeah <laughs> and I was like well that's her mentor but I at least try to give her the benefit of of the doubt because I am such a Chloe and Halle fan um but I'm like just because you're pretty in pictures and dresses doesn't mean it's like Beyonce didn't do everything <laughs> I'm teasing I mean, the Beyonce comparison is inevitable, obviously, because she's a protege. But also, I mean, you know, she's at the very beginning of her solo career. So I just I give her grace in that. I think everybody is heavily influenced at the very beginning before they may kind of find their own style. Because her her and Hallie Mm -hmm. have a totally different style than she's coming with with her own personal solo Mm -hmm. album. So I will say it is time for another single so <laughs> already you know what it is it's these internets <laughs> that get us so burnt out so quickly because people used to write a single for a good seven months back in the day you think so oh yeah people singles used to live way longer than they do now because think about how long we used to watch videos on the countdown yeah, shows like trl true. and 106 and stuff like those singles should be out forever that's true that's true. It's gonna be me. Bye, bye, bye. Come on and sink. I was. Everything. I used to. Uh, gone was every, appointment television for me one summer, like every day. Uh, Absolutely, <laughs> Ashley. Absolutely. Because guys, we talked about boy bands, and that was my boy band obsession. That's why I'm bringing up this thing. <laughs> All right. So speaking of music awards, we have the Grammy. The nominations for the 2022 ceremony came out and there's a lot, there's a lot to be said about it. Uh, But more recently, like as of today, the host is none other, Trevor Noah, who will be returning. He did such a great job last year. They're giving him another opportunity. Do you miss LL Cool J, Ashley? (laughs) Until you said that, I didn't even remember that that was that was a thing. Um, you know, I ju- we were just watching in the house uh, uh, at the Where? so it's on HBO Max. <gasps> we were watching it during Thanksgiving what? holiday. Yes, so I am like like rejuvenated on some LL Cool J and that Debbie was Allen. Show. Debbie Allen was so freaking funny. She's everything, Ashley. Like, she why is. Are we she does everything. She's I a just, dancer. She's I just didn't remember. Actress. Like, it's been so long. I don't Director. even know how many people watch because I remember. I remember more the later Producer. seasons of the show than I do those first two seasons. I remember the later seasons too because we had our our boy Carlton. Of course, I know it's yeah, me, Kim you know. Wayans. Yeah, yes. like and the and yep. the daughter. Like, I definitely remember yes. her daughter, but I don't remember her and the little son. And they were hilarious. So yeah, in the house on HBO Max for all y'all who want to go back and watch no this stat. Yeah, my brother, so my happy. brother put me and my mom on that it was there. So my mom, she was like every day, like turning it back on and binging some episodes. So yeah, that I'm, is amazing background television that I probably will just have on. You should nostalgia. But yeah, Love I don't. I, I I wouldn't mind having L. Cool J come back. But you know, Trevor Noah is a whole vibe. So I love Trevor. I do too. I I'm a huge fan for sure. All right. So looking at CNN, they have Grammy nominations. 
they say that John Baptiste, the band leader from the late night show, led among all nominees with 11 nominations. Yeah. Um, that's like major. It also says here the chart chart toppers, Justin Bieber, her Doja Cat, Billie Eilish, and Olivia Rodrigo all follow closely with multiple nominations. Um, so let's go ahead and look at the top four categories. Record of the year. We have I still have faith in you by ABBA. We have Freedom, John Baptiste, I Get a Kick Out of You, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, Peaches, Justin Bieber featuring Daniel Caesar and Giveon, Right on Time by Brandy Carly, Kiss Me More, Doja Cat featuring SZA, Happily, Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish, Montero, Call Me By Your Name, Little Nas X, Driver's Lessons, Olivia Rodrigo, and Leave the Door Open, Silk Sonic. Um, record of the year. Any predictions? I'm giving it to Silk Sonic, but I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This one's a hard one, and I'm very impressed with this category. You know what I mean? Um, Kiss Me More is it, Bob. Love, Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. You know, Little Nas X album was one of my hidden gems, which obviously wasn't really hidden, but I was right. so proud of him. <clears throat> there is one Billie Eilish song I'm obsessed with that I've listened to repeatedly. Not bad guy. <laughs> no, no, it's my future. That's a song mm. that I obsessively listen to is over this and off over her again. Latest album? Yeah, this is off her, off of Happier Than Ever. Yeah. My other favorite one is um, something like if I got everything I wanted, um, it became a single later, but I loved it before it, it got popular. I think I fell in love with that song because of her concert, recorded concert mm-hmm. performance, you know, the love letter yeah. to LA performance. Yeah. yeah. On Disney? Yeah. Or was that Amazon? I think it was Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Don't quote she me, She had guys. both. She had she had one on something on Amazon and something on Disney at one point. Don't quote me, but it's on one of those streaming services. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ashley. Uh, Song of the Year, Bad Habits, Ed Sheeran, A Beautiful Noise, Alicia Keys featuring Brandy Carly, Driver's License, Olivia Rodrigo, Fight for You, Her, Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish, Kiss Me More, Doja Cat featuring SZA, Leave the Door Open, Silk Sonic, Montero, Call Me By Your Name, Little Nas X, Peaches, Justin Bieber featuring Daniel Caesar and Giveon, and Right on Time by Brandy Carly. Am I saying her name wrong? Right or wrong? I don't know. You know, sometimes when I have difficulties with pronouncing names, it's because I haven't heard them. exactly we do I really best. do I really do try to look up stuff and I'm like I, I love it when I actually can find the person to say their name but depending on like if they're famous or not mm-hmm. that can be yeah quite difficult and we don't do like intros and videos the way that people used to the people a lot of people just launch into whatever interview it yes. is that they're doing on like YouTube and stuff but you know I'm, I'm her all day in this category <laughs> <laughs> that my girl I want my girl to be an EGOT the, the youngest ever EGOT that would be amazing Ooh, 
Yeah, I actually don't have any favorites. I think everyone in this category is looking pretty good. All right, album of the year. We are John Baptiste, Love for Sale, Tony Bennett, and Lady Gaga. Justice, Triple Chucks Deluxe, Justin Bieber, Planet Her Deluxe, Doja Cat. What am I hitting gems? Uh, <laughs> happier than ever, Billie Eilish. Back of My Mind, Her, Montero, Little Nights X, Sour, Olivia Rodrigo, Evermore, Taylor Swift, Donda, Kanye mm-hmm. West. Mm-hmm. Ashley, I was surprised to see this on the list. Was he not a late entry? He probably I was. I heard he was The cutoff late... is usually October. Yeah, I thought he was a later edition. But... And for people who don't understand, Adele is not going to be on this year's Grammy. She's, She's going to be in next yet. year because yeah. the deadline is usually sometime in the fall. So yeah. just FYI on that. Thank you for that, Delora. I knew that, <laughs> but not everybody knows not that everybody there's deadlines. A lot of people are like, why is this just now being nominated a year later? You know, well, because mm-hmm. I didn't release my album in time. Um, the only thing I was going to say, because you mentioned Doja Cat again, we didn't talk about for the AMAs, the controversy. Did you feel some type of way about Doja winning Best R&B? <sighs> Well, yeah, I I actually don't have enough emotions for for this to really matter, but <laughs> I don't think she's R and B. No, no, I think I she's either, either. hip hop and or pop. Yeah, I, I really do think that. I think it's interesting though that we're having these conversations because more than ever, artists are able to bob and weave between genres. I mean, Little Nas X is a prime example as well as Doja Cat. But specifically uh, talking about Montero, he did everything from, you know, obviously hip hop to a little emo situation, like little rock. And I was just like, he was really doing all the things. And he has a song with freaking Elton John. Like (laughs) he he covered, you know, the entire board of, uh, you know, genres to an extent. So I, I don't even only, know what that's categorized as. I'm sure they'll probably just put him in hip hop because he's a black man, but still. Like. I think the only reason why to me it made sense that she was in the category, not that she won, but that she was in the category is because again, it's the AMAs. To me, she has a more palatable, poppy form if someone was to consider her to be releasing any tracks that were R&B. It's more palatable R&B than mm. Jasmine Sullivan and she's her. A she's going to go down. I'm telling you, like the vocal acrobatics like come stop this nonsense people but you know Please. again i'm r&b lover 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 so i you know i'd be getting offended but okay if y'all felt like she deserved that award i guess do y'all but i just had to ask real quick moving on sorry yeah no problem and the last of the big four category categories best new artist Hold on to your seats, people, because this first name is, I don't know, um, is Aruja Aftab, Jamie, Jimmy Allen, Jimmy, Dancing with the Stars, yes. Baby Kim, Phineas, Glass Animals, Japanese Breakfast, The Kid L'Oreal, Arlo Parks, Olivia Rodrigo and Sweetie. That was a surprise. I mean, I don't mind Sweetie. I feel like Sweetie 
is sweetie is sweetie you know what I mean like I don't expect <laughs> much out of her but I didn't expect best new artist I mean Listen. she's no Meg the Stallion but okay I have nothing to say I have nothing to add <laughs> I have nothing all right, so that's the end of our hot topics. Uh, good luck to everybody. I will probably be watching the Grammys next year. It usually happens in February or March. I don't remember the date now. Let's see. Oh, it will take place actually January 31st next year on CBS. Okay. So let's get to our microdose. Insecure. We are going to microdose two episodes the first episode five surviving okay <laughs> and episode six tired okay so that's animated. how i imagine she says it <laughs> I, I just imagine she says it like that episode five a family emergency finds molly stretched thin isa and her new man grow closer than ever Ashley, how did you feel about this episode? I feel like this episode was really significant because as we mentioned before, Insecure represents the millennial, the millennial generation when it comes to our love life and family and friends. And we are the generation who are having aging parents and we're having kids later and all these things. This is a real episode, Ashley. What did you think? Well, first of all, I hadn't had a Molly sex scene in a long time. And it's always <laughs> a little shocking for me to start. I was like, whoa, 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 what's happening? I forgot Molly used to get down in the in the series. She they had been taking it easy on her there for a little bit. Um, busy. What is it? Relax, release. What was it? Relax, release, renew. Something like that. Something like that. Oh, I'm sorry. Different world. But yeah, <laughs> she was on her, you know, yoga tip. Right. Yeah, she was trying to detox. find herself and find the best version of Molly. But no, I mean, the episode in general in tone was obviously different and, and, and heavier because we hadn't really seen a lot besides, you know, the Nathan mental illness storyline. It's not mm-hmm. usually really deep what we get into with insecure so you know to see molly of all people go through this who we've seen glimpses of her family here and there but you know she's close to her family and this is your mother you know the the matriarch of the family is going through it um it was tough i thought it said a lot about molly about how she handled the balance of everything and wanting to be put on her mother as an emergency contact at the hospital and then not disclosing anything at work and just kind of taking it on her shoulders i said well isn't that a typical black woman right there (laughs) you know exactly trying to shoulder it all and kind of stifle what you may be going through emotionally to kind of get through this situation um now the Issa and Nathan love progression was also very interesting Lord, we got a whole I love you that was not reciprocated so I'm sick of them in Flavor Flav I needed them to have (laughs) a pep in their step them lazily walking around Flavor Flav where he at (laughs) 
girl i as a pet owner i was livid you were like i'm like y'all better never do this to charlie y'all would never girl well she even girl. was about to not care about the dog he was like don't you need to feed the dog oh yeah he'll be all right he's a, he's a house dog he knows what to do um so she was negligent in general but but i did re- i forgot that she is a good friend in the sense of like girl let me take the clothes off your, off back, your back and yeah. give you mine yeah i was gonna say that next to um outside of her disrespect of animals specifically <laughs> dogs because i don't care about cats um the shade and you I know i say love- cat, i say cats are the black people of, of house pets if you didn't know that because they're not loved they don't get enough love <laughs> Um, I was very impressed with Issa this episode. Like when she, like you said, changed the clothes off her back and she walked up to her and said, what do you need? Like that was very impressive because, you know, they're all selfish to, to a degree, especially interacting with one another. Obviously Molly didn't show that with her family, but I'm concerned, Ashley, is someone going to die because there's something going on starting with Kelly being dead at the college reunion, but not really, obviously. Um, There was something else that happened. Connect these dots, Delora. Connect these dots. (laughs) There may be death on the horizon. Uh, There was something else that was significant that happened before this particular episode. And obviously this one being the most obvious with her mom having a freaking stroke and she didn't even wake up until episode six and still can't speak so sad so sad um but yeah Issa originally told Nathan I want to bring this up before we get to episode six that she wanted to take it slow but then as you mentioned by the end of the episode we get an I love you episode six A distracted Issa mulls over difficult choices in both work and love while Molly finds a comforting audience in an unlikely source. Issa's still not over the fact that Nathan didn't say I love you. (laughs) That was awkward. That sex scene was so funny. She's like, do you love this? I did not need to be a part of that. I was like, why is this on camera right now? I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and then I was watching my here. mom. I why do y'all have to do here. this to me? Ooh, I'm <laughs> I sorry. Know. I know. But I'm just not into Nathan 2.0. Like, I just, this, I want sparks. I'm not getting any of it. I just feel like this is recycling. Just, mm. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I was that impressed with it. But Molly acting a doggone fool at that retreat <laughs> with a bunch of lawyers. I mean, I know they're black, but uh professionalism. I mean, we all well, know what she was going embarrassed. On yeah, she was embarrassed too, but she had to let loose. She had to let her hair down just a little bit, I guess. And why did she put that freaking phone away during her presentation? Like, just put it in your bag. Or say I can't do it. It was frustrating because, again, that was a moment where had she spoken up and told her partner who was presenting with her what was going on, he would have been more aware that there could have been distractions, right? But them, them, that was a surprise for me. I like that. See, that I can get excited about. Like this. 
it was cute when they had the conversation later and I love how they even talked about it on the wind down where he she was talking about a mug he was like I like mugs and they just <laughs> they just talked about the fact that like it's it's so realistic in the fact that when a guy really likes a girl he just wants to keep the conversation going mm-hmm. and I was like no that was really cute those are the moments in like television writing that I love because it's so realistic. Like, yeah, that was awkward, but he was adorable. I like mugs. <laughs> love it. You know that saying, interested men act interested, right? <laughs> like <laughs> they say if he doesn't really like you, you'll feel confused. So there <gasps> you go. Gracious. Yeah. So anything else about our microdose of insecure episodes five and six? I'm starting to be on your same team that if Issa ends up, you know, just rolling solo at the end of this whole thing, I won't mind it at all because her and Nathan, the communication issues are a little frustrating for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And the shutdown once there is a problem bothered me. And then you got the whole, you know, her encountering, you know, the whole Condola Lawrence baby situation in the hospital. That dream se- sequence freaked me the F out. I know, because like, at first I was what? like, sis, you better than me. And then I was like, is this real? Picking up the baby? I was, my mouth was on the floor. I was like, no. Yeah, do you want to hold him? Dare? No, I don't want to hold your love child. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. then I also want to bring this up before we move on. What? goes on through our minds about people's situations that we have no idea about right like she imagining condola having such control over lawrence like i got him to move back to california and here's my ring and how wonderful our life is and it's like sis if you only knew yeah it could not be further from the truth that's why you create your own reality right like you everyone is living in whatever reality they create with their own mind and thoughts so it's so powerful we, it is we, so powerful we, we for we neglect how powerful our minds are mm-hmm. and that's why you know i always talk about the four agreements is one of my favorite books but one of them is you know don't concern yourself with other what other people are thinking because you'll never figure out what they're doing like so just people react to you based on how they feel it is not a true reflection of who you are it's important to know who you are though i'm paraphrasing but still it's so true the last thing i was i did like that i I did like that saying when uh she did punch condola in the trash (laughs) he screamed back at her own your choices and i'm like there you go own your choices that's very powerful too the last thing I was going to ask you about was, did you feel that Crenshaw made any good points when she went to talk to him about his impact on her business? No, okay. I am not on his side. I don't think Issa sold him out. I think she was trying to make an opportunity um, still relevant because it could have, they could have just pulled out all together and they didn't. I don't think it's unreasonable to make concessions, but, you know, artists are very strong, willed, opinionated people. But if you want the money, sometimes you got to play the game. Mm. That's how I feel. What about you? 
literally said while I was watching, I said, it'd be your own. Like, you see her trying to do her thing. You see her out here trying to be successful. She's coming to you trying to have a conversation. Why are we so hard on each other? Like, it just, it really bothered me. And again, I told you before, I was worried that this was going to come back and be an issue. And because she works so locally within the community, her own community, she's trying to help it be your own. Nobody had this organization. She thought it up. She worked it. She worked it out, built it up to where it is that she has real corporate sponsors. Yeah, I was very frustrated. I was like, Ralph Angel, how dare you? Because again, he's still he Ralph Angel making to these me. stupid mistakes. Goodness gracious. It was gracious. very frustrating for me. But we'll see what happens. He better not mess up Issa's business. We're right in the smack dab middle of the season, Ashley. So I think we have four or five more episodes left, I think. Um yeah, we have, I think, 10, 10 total. So this 10. was, we got seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, baby. <laughs> I'm so sad. Uh, me too. So definitely look forward to watching the rest of this season. So if there's nothing else, thank you all for listening to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Ashley, what are we recapping on Thursday? Girl, we are recapping King Richard available in theaters and currently on hbo max if you haven't seen it be sure to check it out before you tune into the recap and we'll see you next time you have until the 19th on hbo max by the way so Mm -hmm. thank you so much bye